No, I'm itchy as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah clearly. <laughs> Damn! But what if you just have an allergy? You got a new cat. When did this start? Mm. Uh, before Same the cat. So. It's been it's been forever. It's been forever. It's, it's been, my blood is just itchy. Yeah, I think last episode even I was like scratching the shit out of myself. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. let's hear it. Want to hear my goddamn? Is it about your cat? I got a cat. As soon as I said that, I was like, I probably just blew her cover for a goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey guys, midlife crisis. <laughs> Fucking check. check. I am done. I have done the deed. I took Stacy's advice and I bought the fucking cat. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, you did. Oh, he's so fucking handsome. He's, I can't wait to meet him and he, hold him and oh, love him. Love you him may so call much. me Auntie Stacy. You're going to meet him on Saturday. I'm so and he pumped. is just a little fucking doozy. He is like a fucking cheetah. He, he looks is, like a little cheetah. He's a bangle. No big deal. No big deal. Just designer cat. Mm-hmm. I got designer cats with designer problems. So Uh-oh. just <laughs> not. Yeah, last night, Brandon was cooking dinner. The cat is a kitten. And it was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to climb that person. And so it climbed up Brandon and then fell off from like <gasps> shoulder height or whatever. Yeah. And then Brandon was like, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. And the cat screams constantly. Like, oh. it's just meowing always in the house and i fucking love it and i'm your meow cats back meow a lot it's because i talk back to him i'm oh. like yeah man well, let's have a conversation let's do it yeah. fluffy never cried unless she caught something like she would catch a sock in the night yeah and then she'd, make she'd this... catch a sock in the night i found one exactly it was in this drawer she and she would deliver it to me as if to say you're a fucking idiot you can't feed yourself yeah. look at this eat but it but her Stupid. cry was like this guttural cry I'd be like Wah. and i was like jesus christ yeah, What's yeah. Wrong with my cat my cats but are very just chatty. Go like, meow, yeah meow. They, they talk to me a lot, and I talk back, and it's a great Aww. conversation. This one is like he's loud yeah. as fuck. Do you feel that earthquake? Oh yeah, your mic is swaying like there crazy. was legit an earthquake just now. I didn't really feel it because I was moving my leg. Holy shit, that was crazy! I never feel them. I saw your mic start swaying. Yeah, we were rocking for a second. I wonder if that was well. The the uh, second wave should come, right? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I felt a little. Man, I wanted to be a big one. I mean, not the big one. Not the big one, but a bigger one. <laughs> I don't you know, want to like end Easter. up in the ocean. <laughs> it's like Easter, remember? It is like Easter. It's, it's almost Easter. fucking Easter. That's weird. I don't hear any dogs freaking out, do you? Usually they start losing their shit. Here we go. Hang on. You got a ping? No, but it will here in two seconds. Let's just open up Reddit real quick. Sorry, guys. Super distracted to see if we had an earthquake just now. Uh, I wonder what the time is. I'll go back and watch this shit. 16. Oh, I just got a text. Did your house just shake? <laughs> Who's that? Lee's mom. Ah. Sorry I jumped was Lee's reply. What an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, my God. Whoa. Big earthquake, Lee just said. My God. How big? See, guys, this is what happens when you live in California. You get a fucking earthquake and everybody starts talking to each other. Yeah. I just text Brandon. Did you feel the earthquake? We're Which all like Googling, like, who? Like, absolutely not. You can't feel it's them like up on our fucking four hill. point probably. I'm guessing that was like a four pointer and the epicenter was far away. Mm. Where do you think it was? Bakersfield or, or Salton Sea? I should text my aunt. But Lee said it was a big one. He said, oh, yeah, I just texted Lee. <laughs> <laughs> 52 seconds ago, we just had an earth, earth tremor in San Diego. It was a 4.8 near TJ. Hmm. I, I called it that it was a four pointer. You did. <laughs> this is my weird talent. It's actually almost a five. So, guys, you just witnessed All right. the terrifying earthquakes of Ooh. California. You know what's funny? All of a sudden, it's like, ah! <laughs> shit's falling. And now the shed comes down. Anyway. What were we talking about, though? Cats? So, anyway, <laughs> cat fell. <laughs> Wonderwall. Oh, yeah. Did the cat survive the fall? Uh, Yeah, but then he wouldn't put any weight on his back leg. Oh. Like, at all. And so, obviously, being the fucking crazy person that I am, I was like, gotta skip T-ball. I'm taking the cat to the vet. We got fucking x-rays. The whole fucking shebang. So, my expensive cat got more expensive. (gasps) You really did get x-rays and everything? literally went. Brandon didn't talk you out of it? No. I thought you were joking. No, because he was like... (laughs) Oh, my God, Aaron. (laughs) 
it happened. And then I got home like an hour later or whatever. And he was like, by the way, I'm so sorry I broke your cat. And I was like, excuse me? And he, and he still wasn't like, wouldn't put any weight Aww. on his leg. And so I was like, I hope it's not fucking broken. Yeah. And I didn't want it to like be a thing and it heal weird or something stupid. And so I was like, I was like, we had an appointment for him on Friday to get shots and stuff. And so like called and they were like, I mean, you could take him in right now. We can do a shots and stuff and just like a wellness check and look at it and stuff. Yeah. Of course, when I came in, they were like, I mean, yeah, but like, you can't really tell. So we should do x-rays. And I was like, fucking bag it up. Let's go. Might as well. Yeah. Whatever. Did they have to put the cat to sleep or anything crazy? No, they just gave him some drugs so that they could, like, move his leg around. He wasn't, like, put under or anything. He was just, like, sedated a little bit. Like, not sedated. Whatever. Fucking pain meds so that they could crank his leg around. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Not hurt him. Totally fine now, by the way. Should have just waited a day or two. (laughs) But. You know what, though? I probably would have done the same thing. Like, it breaks your little heart to see them hurt. Yeah, and he's, like, my new baby. And I just don't want him to, like, I don't, I didn't want it to be a thing where it's, like, and then he broke his leg fucking two days later. And then you waited for four days so then it healed stupid or something like I don't know although it would make him kind of cooler if like his back paw turned in a little bit or something yeah his little tripod or something and he just like always runs like that yeah (laughs) his name's Sonic the kids named him obviously Mm -hmm. Um, not even Tails huh no no he's player one baby I will put pictures up I'm so, before I the episode them. comes out so that Patreon people can see him and y'all can fucking enjoy him as much as I do. I love him. I can't wait to hold him. He's like the cutest little kitten in the whole so goddamn world. Cute. And he's... you like wear him in your pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You can have a shoulder cat? I got a shoulder cat. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. For now, at least. We'll see if he continues to be a shoulder cat. Better. The dogs better. are... Not fucking happy. enthralled. No, Ooh. they want to be his friend so bad and they want to play with him. But like he does the like sideways hops, like he hisses at everything too. If you just like Aww. startle him a little bit, he's like <laughs> <laughs> so fucking cute. And so he like does the sideways hops at him, like, fuck you, man. And my dogs are like, Oh, we're gonna go, bitch. Oh my god, Carl's way too big for that. Like oh he was gonna accidentally smash that cat. He is, I'm terrified of it. Because yeah. he also like he slams the ground with his front paws, like, yeah. let's play and yeah. like tries to like run around or whatever. And so he'll do that like near the cat and the cat's just like, yeah, let's go. And I'm like, no, be careful. Watch Please your don't fucking step on spine, him. bro. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Yeah. So that's my goddamn is that my fucking midlife crisis is over Woo-hoo. or just beginning. I that's really, right. It's just beginning, baby. I don't know how I don't know how time works in that sense. I don't know. Time's an illusion. But I fucking checked that bitch off and I was Hell like, yeah, I'm satisfied again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. At I this love point, this journey for you. I am obsessed with him mm-hmm. to where it's like it's clear, I it's very evident. Literally feel like I fucking birthed him from my womb. Mm-hmm. He is I mine. remember the same with Fluffy when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. I mean I have I'm not allowed to have cats anymore because Lee is deathly allergic and I always said I would never marry someone who's allergic to cats, but mm, I died. He's so fucking lucky. He's so fucking lucky. Yeah. But the with things Fluffy, you sacrifice. I remember somebody asking me, like, if your cat were stuck on a train track. And I was stuck on a train track, and you could only save one of us. Who would you save? Miss you. I I was like, I cannot answer that question because I know the answer, and you're not going to like it. Because it will hurt your feelings. <laughs> exactly. I don't. And want that's you. not what you want from this conversation. <laughs> exactly. Erin. Stacy. What the fuck was my goddamn? Mm. I remember it. Okay, go. <laughs> it did happen today. Mm-hmm. I am the great mother that Mm -hmm, I am, mm -hmm. and I sent my kid off to daycare today without any shoes, which is the second time that this has happened. Your older kid or your younger kid? My older kid without any shoes. How? Now, earlier in the month, I did the exact same thing, but by happenstance, my younger one was wearing my older one's shoes for some reason. Like that morning, he was like, I want to wear these, and we just let him. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were small on my older one. But big on the younger one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever. They're hand-me-downs now, bitch. They're yours. Go yeah. for it. You have claimed these shoes. Exactly. So when they got to daycare, my older one was able to squeeze into those. And at daycare, my younger one has water shoes in his, like, cubby. Mm. So it all worked out that time. This day, not so lucky. So Lee calls me while they're driving. And he's like, hey, did you put shoes on the older one? And I was like, No. Like, did you grab them? Because we usually, I'm a psycho mom, and I don't make them put their shoes on before we leave the house. Yeah, that's fucking weird. I know. But they take their shoes off the moment they get in the car, and I got so fucking tired of putting their shoes on and then getting to the destination and putting their shoes on again. Yeah. So now it's just like before we get out, wherever we're going, I know I got to slip their shoes on. Usually if we're going to, like, eat somewhere or go to your house or something, they usually wear their shoes. 
they might kick them off and I have to put them back on, but I don't know it that much. Like, I don't recognize it that much. But mm-hmm. every morning going to daycare, it's fucking exhausting and it's more work than it's worth. So I just carry their shoes out to the car. Hmm. And then every night you got to remember to grab their shoes out or otherwise in the morning you got to go out to the car to get their shoes. Which Why is stupid. do you have to go out to get their shoes? Because you're just going to carry them to the fucking car. Different car. Oh. So you really just have to get the shoes and then transfer to Don't you guys car. have a sunroof? Yeah. Just fucking leave that shit open. Kobe it in there. Oh, like, but. getting out of my the, car. But toss the them ca- into his car. It's my car that I pick them up in and Lee takes them in the morning and Lee doesn't have the sunroof. Mm. Tell him to crack his window. Yeah. He's usually not home when I get home. Well, I guess sometimes he is. Either mm. way, the real solution is I need to get some fucking labia. And tell my kid <laughs> to wear his fucking shoes on the way out the door, which is what we're going to yeah. do now. Or it'd be like, hey, if you take him off in the car, you I'll to... kill you. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So uh, he forgot his fucking shoes. It was a whole fiasco. I had a bunch of work to do, a bunch of shit to get done. So I was like, I can drive you shoes, but it's going to make my morning a fucking disaster. Yeah. So I opted for Target delivery. I was like, I'm just going to buy this fucker some new. He needs new shoes anyway. So I was like, I'm just going to buy it and I get them all at Target. I get everything for my kid at Target. Like, I get Walmart. Yes. Yeah. Same thing, though. But I just hate the Walmart by my house. You just pay a little less to yeah. deal with crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate the Walmart by my house because they don't have everything and there's yeah. so many fucking people. Anyway, <laughs> so order some shit through Target delivery. It's supposed to be there between 9 and 10. And I text the daycare lady like, sorry about it. I like I can get there at noon or you can have them by 10. So I ordered them by 10. And I got a little Play-Doh thing to be like. There you go. Here's sorry for your consolation prize. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for your troubles. Well, the delivery took for fucking ever and they didn't get there till like noon anyway. So I paid like overpriced to have mm. some like basic sketcher ass lame shoes because I didn't scroll. I was yeah, like, whatever I, these blue ones will do. This size works. Yeah. I paid overpriced to have these stupid things delivered and they were too big. I don't even know the size of my own kid's feet. <laughs> but he wore them. And then at, when I went to go pick them up, he like they were on a walk and he came like booking it down the street and he was so excited and his ankles were like twisting oh and flopping. <laughs> but he's so stoked on his two shoes that don't fit. He's like, I'll grow into them. But Aww, when we were leaving, he's so fucking sweet. I know. When we were leaving, though, I was like, keep your fucking shoes on in the car. I said it nicer. But yeah. I was like, keep your shoes the on. sentiment was there. Yeah, like, go buckle up and keep your shoes on. I don't want to see those shoes come off. You know, like, kind of mm-hmm. like he's a little bit in trouble, too, because he's old enough to know to put his shoes on. Yeah. Or to remember or whatever. Or to not take them off in the car. Like, bro, yeah. we're going to get out in fucking 10 minutes. Oh, my God, it drives me nuts. Leave your goddamn shoes on. Aaron, I turned around. The amount of time it told me to tell him to get in his car seat and I, like, shut the back door, and I walk to the front door, and I turn around. Kid doesn't have any fucking shoes on. And I just said it. I just said, keep your shoes on. Did you kill him? Yes. I was like, I just told you not to take your shoes off. And he was like, they just fell off. They just fell off. I didn't kick them off. <laughs> Are They're they too, too big. big. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know enough about these fucking shoes. I don't know if you're lying, lying or not. <laughs> yeah. And I either way, I'm irrationally pissed right now. I was so fucking pissed. But I also didn't want to make it a bad day. Yeah. But then I'm like having this existential crisis in my head. And I'm like, is this why I'm a bad mom? Is this why I let him get away with everything? Because now I'm not challenging if he's lying to me or not. But also, I don't want to. Call him a fucking liar because his shoes are pretty loose. <laughs> but also, there's a there's a pretty high chance that they could have fallen off on their own. Yeah, and I don't care enough to go back there. And, and he's not that much of an asshole it. to yeah. like. What'd she say? Bam, gone. Yeah, he kind of might be. <laughs> so then we get home, and I was like making it a fucking point to where I was like, before you get out of this car, you're going to put those shoes back on, mm-hmm. and you're going to walk them and like you're going to wear them into the house. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. And then he just wasn't fucking doing it. And I kept go- getting on his ass, like, put your shoes on, put your shoes on. And he was like, I'm going to carry them out. <gasps> oh, no. I know. I was like, I want to fucking kill you. But also, like, it is kind of an irrational request that I make you put your shoes on just to walk to the front door. But also, you got to listen to what I say, on. even if what I say is it's a little stupid. fucking crazy right now. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I hate those fights. I hate those fights. I know. Uh, tonight, I just pick and chose my battles, and I was like, okay, but tomorrow morning, you're putting your shoes on, and you're wearing them, mm-hmm. and, like, you're going to wear your shoes from here on out. Guaranteed tomorrow, he's not going to put them on. But mm-hmm. I am going to make it a thing, because now I feel like an asshole mom who didn't send her kids to school with shoes. Yeah, they're like, can you even afford shoes, <laughs> you poor bitch? No, I can't, especially <laughs> when they're fucking delivered from Target, Dad. dude, because I forgot them. Yeah. But this kid does not wear shoes. I mean, I'm not surprised, because I don't either, but, like, flip-flops, then? Can we, can yeah. we compromise? You got to do something. He doesn't leave anything on. 
My kids he gets fucking, naked the moment he gets home. My kids would wear shoes in bed if I wasn't your like kids, take your shit off. Your kids come over to my house and I think, man, they look adorable, but that looks uncomfortable. Like yeah. you used to put, and you still do. I don't know why I used to, but I remember you would put the the older <laughs> I one. I used to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you'd put the older one in like jeans and stuff, uh-huh. and they're like real jeans, like Levi's or something. Yeah. And I was just like, that has got to be. I'm uncomfortable watching the kid, and he didn't care at all. No, he's and, like still wearing doesn't. shoes inside of the house, and I'm like, aren't you uncomfortable? Like, get cozy. You are home, girl. <laughs> You're home, kid. Like, take your shoes off. Let the toes touch the carpet. <laughs> he's like, because then he's got. He, if he goes outside, he has to wear. Shoes. Like, it's a whole rule at daycare and stuff. You can't go outside without shoes on. So well, it is like, at daycare, too. So this poor kid had to stay inside all fucking day. But well, my kid, like your kids can put on their own shoes. Yeah. My kid, he can, but it, like, takes him a while. And so if he just wants to, like, run in and out, then he'll leave his shoes on. No, the it's jeans. a normal thing. You don't have to justify it. It's very normal. Okay. Well, do you want to hear the story that I have curated for you today? Pff, obviously. Hmm, good. This week, mm-hmm. for episode 188. Hell of- yeah. I said, God damn! God damn! A true crime podcast. (laughs) I am going to tell you about Shiori Ino. Ah, yes. Now, this takes place in Japan. Okay, so you're going to fuck up a lot of names. Apologize in in advance. (laughs) I will will fuck up everyone's names, and I hope that I'm saying her name right, at least, for reasons. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, ready? Yes. Paint the picture. Paint the picture. It was a rainy day. I mean, it was in Japan, so probably. I think it rains a lot there, right? We have no before times. (laughs) Exactly. No before times. We're starting in 1999. Oh, good year. Great year. Uh Uh-huh. So, Shiori was a 21-year-old college student, and on January 6, 1999, Shiori was with her friend at a game center, which is essentially like a Dave & Buster's, like a bar slash arcade, yeah, all that kind of fun stuff, right? Mm Mm-hmm. She and her friend were trying to take pictures in a photo booth. Aww. I know, so cute. But why try in? Well, because it wasn't working. Oh, okay. And so this guy saw them struggling, and he walked over to try to help. He was like, you will not believe what I do for a living. I just imagine, like, you know, the fawns on the juice box. He just, like, walks over and, like, you just got to hit it, right? Like, he's like, this is what I do all the time. Don't worry about it. Exactly. And then it, like, took their picture. (laughs) I don't don't know if he actually got it working or not, but either which way, he started flirting with Shiori. Uh And then he told them to come, like, hang out with his friends and sing karaoke with them. (gasps) A karaoke story. A karaoke story. Every Love story begins. Mm-hmm. And they were like, that sounds like fun. Well, let's yeah. go do that shit, right? Yeah, like, yeah. hell yeah. So the girls go and they hang out with him and his friends. And he told her his name and he said that he was a 23-year-old entrepreneur. Oh, an entrepreneur, you say? Oh, I do. He said <laughs> that he dealt in cars, real estate, and precious metals. Hold up. Okay. Entrepreneur, cars. You're a car salesman. Real estate, you're a realtor. <laughs> uh, and... Precious metals, a pawn shop. A jeweler. <laughs> What's going on yeah. here? They all have their own names. Uh, maybe he dabbles in a little bit of each. So he's like, I just do I do business. I'm an entrepreneur. I just do things on the side. I just do a lot of random things on a the side. A lot of side hustles. That's yeah. not shady. It sounds sketch yeah. a little bit. But she was like, that sounds great. Whatever. Cool. This guy's got fucking... Drive. Yeah. Cars, real estate, precious metals. Those are all expensive things. Those are like the top three things. Those that, are literally like, the, the top three things. of success. Yeah. And yeah. so that's probably why he chose those things to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to be like, also, I sell wind chimes on the beach. Mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I sell wind chimes, seashells. Ornaments. And pop sockets. <laughs> made out of coconuts. <laughs> in the shape of a heart. Exactly. And this hula girl. And I can write your name on this piece of rice. Yeah. What's your name? That's too many. That's That's too too long. (laughs) Not your name. Yeah. So that night, Shiori ended up giving him her cell phone number, and they decided to start dating. Do we not know his name? Not yet. We don't. Okay. After they had gone on a couple of dates, he started giving her, like, super fucking expensive gifts. Ooh, okay. Yeah. She's like, like landed my ass in the butter. Well, like Louis Vuitton handbags. Okay. Uh, Gucci suits, which I didn't know was a real thing because. And Gucci suit. Exactly. That's the only thing. And I was like. But I stay flat. Okay. Oh, do women want Gucci suits? (laughs) Evidently, this woman doesn't. I didn't know that that was something to aspire to, you know? 
Oh, yeah, like neighbor and shit? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but shit like that. And she was not really having it because, like, they had just started dating. Oh, okay, so she was, like, creeped out by it. Yeah, I don't know about necessarily creeped out, but, like, hey, man, I don't, like, you don't have to do that. I really don't want this. Yeah, like, that's a lot. Yeah, and so she would try to refuse the gifts. Mm -hmm. Like, no, it's cool. Don't worry about it. But he would give them to her in public. And then oh, God, awkward. if she refused them, he would start to, like, make a scene. Ooh. And so she was like, all right, fuck, well, like, okay, I'll take that the That makes me uncomfortable. Super uncomfortable. Yuck. He's like, just put the suit on. Just put it on. Yeah, just wear these fucking Gucci What if he suits? was like, I just need you to look like you're in a certain kind of societal standard, you know? Like, yeah, I need like, you to play the part. If you're going to be with me, you need to be like <laughs> this person. I know, right? I don't know what his motive on all of that was, but either way, she was like, I'm not, like, Mm -mm, Hard pass. That's not really who I am. Like, if someone gave me a Gucci suit, I'd be like, thank you, this will adorn my closet nicely. (laughs) Like, the fuck am I going to do with this? And then you randomly just pull out the fact that you own a Gucci suit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm like, hey, I I have a Gucci suit. Or one day I would wear it and be like, do the sleeves look weird? (laughs) And you'd be like, yeah. (laughs) It's a Gucci suit. (laughs) It's anything but a t-shirt. The sleeves will be different. <laughs> yeah, it's different. So she would eventually take the gifts every mm-hmm. time and be like, oh, fucking, all right. Like, just to calm him down, kind of get him, Appease like. Appease him. Exactly. Is he going to use this later as, like, but I gave you all those nice gifts. You owe me this now. Ooh, you're going to have to fucking buckle up. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then they've been on, like, four or five dates at this point. Right? All right. So they're fresh still. Real fresh. Yeah. So he started calling her at home. Which would be normal, except that she had only given him her cell phone number. Uh, creepy. And so it's kind of like she had a mm. cell phone in '99. She did. Nice. I bet it was an Ericsson uh, n- or no. Nikon, Nikon, N- no. no, Nokia. There you go. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, why can I not remember it? <laughs> yeah, it was probably that. And she was like, this is definitely not connected to my landline. So I don't know how the fuck he got the landline number. Mm, right? Creepy. Probably from the phone book. Mm, possibly. Mm, it is possible. It is possible. But she was pretty freaked out, right? Yeah, for like, sure. Mm. Like, what the fuck? Okay. So then the icing on the cake was when she was in his car, she saw a credit card that he had that had a different name on it. Oh, than what he had given her. Mm-hmm. And tell so, her what you had told me. Tell her <laughs> what you had told me. The name on it was Kazuhito Komatsu. Oh, I feel like you crushed that. Fucking crush. I said it in my head like 50 million times today. So uh-huh, uh-huh. this is the first time I've said it out loud. Good. Good job. So I can't see it. So <laughs> feels like you got all the letters right. Yeah, you hit them all. <laughs> I hit them all. But turns out he had given her a fake name. Mm, big shocker. Mm-hmm. And so the name on this credit card, Kazuhito, was his real name. Ooh. It also turns out that he wasn't 23. What? He, he was 26. Okay, that's not that big of a difference, but not why that, are you lying, bro? Not that big of a difference, but exactly. Why are you lying? And also, she's 21, so, like, five years versus two years, like, yeah. I mean... It feels like a bigger gap. It's, and then... He's just being fucking weird all around. Yeah. You know, like, and so she is just kind of like. Wear this gift. Wear this gift I give you. Yeah. It also turns out, and I don't know if she knew this at this point, mm-hmm. but his entrepreneurial business. Wasn't real. Was not real. Yeah, big shocker. He didn't fucking do real estate and cars and shit. He actually owned and operated a brothel <gasps> running out of a massage parlor. Okay, well, that actually sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, maybe not if you're trying to pick up chicks. Because yeah. then it's like, you don't have to worry about me every time I go to work. Yeah. Like, also, being is around just all like these a beautiful pimp? women. It, so, or is he an entrepreneur? <sighs> like, do these women want Is that to one in the same? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it was a massage parlor that was like fucking daylighting, moonlighting as a brothel or vice versa. Got How you. the fuck that mm-hmm. saying works. I don't know the massage parlor slash brothel legalities in Japan. Don't know either. So I don't know if it was like a legitimate business and they're like, oh, yeah, fucking everybody. Go get your schlong donged or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Your dong schlong. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was like a legitimate thing, if that's normal or what. Or if he was just, like, ashamed of it. I don't know. But yeah. I mean, I mean, it sounds good. like it's something you would keep hush-hush. 
random thing. It sounds like something I wouldn't want to say to a, a person if I'm trying to date them. For sure. And if you're like, what do you do for work? And you're like, um, I... I totally don't work in the sex industry. I, yeah, I work <laughs> in services. Uh, yeah. Uh, like high ones, like real estate and stuff. Yeah, like the things that we service people for. Mm-hmm. Precious uh, metals. I watched this, like, mini docu-series that was all around, like, women and sex. And I mm-hmm. can't remember what it was called. And I think it was on HBO. But this chick, one entire episode, she spends just trying to get a happy ending at a massage for a chick. Really? Yeah. And it was really hard for her to come by. And well, that's probably because they were like, that's going to take a really long time. I don't have the time, <laughs> the patience, or the skill to perform that kind of procedure. I really need to work out before we do this. No, but I don't she, have the forearm muscles required. <laughs> she went to a couple places, and there's a lot of places that will like let you sit with a partner and like discover your own body to figure out how you orgasm and stuff. But she's like, no, 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 but I want it to be like a happy ending, like how a dude can go get mm-hmm. a massage and be like, wink, wink, yank, yank, and you get your rocks off. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to discover my body. So she goes to a couple of people I've like I've discovered that. it. I want you to discover it. <laughs> exactly. She even went to some, like, house where, I forget what it's called, but basically, like, some lady dom, like, femme dom runs the place, and other people agree to live there and be her subordinates. Oh, it's like a cat house or whatever. Yeah, and then and she gets her rocks off there, too, but she's like, it's still not the same, though. Like, I want to be able to just literally, literally get a massage. I just want to lay down. Yeah, like, this. these were almost, like, resorts to get away from, you mm. know? Or, like... Mm-hmm. Whatever. And then and she's like, I'm she, just looking for an afternoon. Exactly. She eventually found some guy that like came to her house with a massage table and he did that for her. Hmm. But he was like very underground. It was like one guy. She had to really figure out how to get like it's not as easy as just like going to one of those massage, massage parlors. Interesting. Isn't it? See, I really do wonder if that's because she was a lady, though. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a chick. Yeah. Like, no, but there are no services for that. That's because nobody has that skill. Like, for your body is different than everybody else's body. But, like, you could just get, like, a tool and then just, like, hold it there, (laughs) you know? This is going to (laughs) work. Move it where you want it to go. (laughs) Anyway, back to this. So he's running a brothel. And Shiori was like, you know what? This is kind of a lot. Like, this is too much. You're not who you said you were. You're not who you fucking presented yourself to be. Yeah, are you trying to, like, sex slave me over here into your brothel? Yeah. Like, I'll just, I'm out. And so she tried to break it off, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure he took that very well. Yeah, he was fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he started threatening her until she agreed, like, okay, sorry about it. Like, oh, I, no. I was just kidding. Oh, no. We're totally still dating. No. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. So then around March 24th, she confided in a friend that she didn't feel safe and that she was afraid that he would hurt her or oh, or worse, like, if she left or if she attempted to leave again, right? Yeah. And then on March 30th, she even went so far as to prepare a will because <gasps> she felt like oh that God. unsafe. And also, she attempted to break up with him that day. That's like, kind of like... She was going to break up with him, so she made a fucking will wow. beforehand. That's mind-blowing, though, because it's not like they've been in a relationship for years and years and years. Exactly. Wow, how scary. It was literally like three months at this point. Yeah, and he just turned out to be a fucking creeper. Yeah. And so this time when she tried to break up with him, Kazuhito started threatening to hurt not only her, but her family and her brother, who was like an elementary school student. So it's like that. It's just it was a fucking lot. And so now he's threatening her whole family. So to protect her family and herself, she stayed with him. She continued to see him, but she was fucking terrified. Right. Yeah. On June 14th. It's so sad. It's really fucking sad. It's so scary. Yeah. Can you imagine like being you don't so even, controlled by someone? You don't even feel safe in your own home. Like he knows where you live. Yeah. And he has your number. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. So on June 14th, Shiori met Kazuhito in a public cafe mm-hmm. and told him fucking point blank, like, I'm out. I ain't doing this shit anymore. I'm done. Right? Like, yeah. You can't freak out. You're in a cafe. <laughs> or if you do, I have witnesses. Exactly. So later that day, Kazuhito showed up at her house Mm-mm. with his brother, Takeshi. Oh, that's weird. And another friend. Okay. So he's coming in fucking numbers, right? He's yeah. he's coming with force. But what are the, like, are these, his brother's just like, cool, yeah. So it said that his brother was a firefighter, which means absolutely nothing. Anyone can be a piece of shit. But at the same time, it kind of makes you, like, it seems odd. 
like this firefighter you would think is like, I don't know, a normal guy or something like has his shit together, has his life together and is like, hey, brother who owns a brothel, maybe just let this one go. Yeah, you know? like chill, bro. Mm-hmm. But no, the brother was like, yeah, let's go to her house let's in numbers. Some let's some shit up. Let's do that. That okay. sounds like a great idea. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And another friend. So yeah, like what the a, fuck? A couple of people. He was like, my girlfriend's trying to leave me. Maybe it's like like a gang kind of thing. It you know? could be. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't know if they were in a gang. I wonder. That's a mm. good point. A gang mentality. So she was at home with her mom and her younger brother when they showed up. Oh, my God. She lived with, with her, her family still? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's mm-hmm. even scarier. Yeah. And they started threatening the family, the nope. mom, her, and her brother. Mm-mm. They were telling her mom that if she already didn't get back together with him, that he was going to tell the police that she was embezzling money and some other bullshit that he had, like— actually committed but he was like well i put her fucking name on it (gasps) he's embezzling money and he's like i put her name on that shit so she's gonna get in trouble with the police she's gonna be arrested she's gonna go to a prison for life or whatever right what a fucking piece of shit bro oh my god yeah he's been busy yeah apparently and so they kept trying to get him to leave but they wouldn't obviously when shiori's dad got home from work they were still there he just got home from work. Yeah, he's tired, man. He's so tired. He's like, what's for dinner? Like, he just wants to fucking relax. These guys are pulling this fucking bullshit. And so he's like, not having it, right? Yeah. Not having any of it. He's like, get the fuck out of my house. Fuck you. Fuck off. Don't care about any of this, right? Yeah, get out of here, loser. He demands that they leave the house, and he tells them to take all the fucking gifts back. He's like, fucking take all this shit. My daughter doesn't want it. Get out. Get out of my house. Go, Dad. Yeah. He I love it. Not having any of it, right? So the guys leave, but they said they don't want the gifts. Like, it was expressed, explicitly expressed that they don't want the gifts back. Uh-oh. I feel like this is going to be something that he, like, uses in court later. <laughs> right? So they leave the gifts. That were, she already has the gifts still. And yeah, the guys still at leave her house. house. Mm-hmm. Here's the Were thing. they stolen or something? You are just concocting ideas. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Keep it all in your head. Okay. Well, Shiori had been recording the whole interaction, like on her phone or whatever. I don't don't know if it was actually on her phone because it was 1999. Yeah. But somehow she had gotten like audio recording of this whole thing, right? So they're threatening her and her family and whatever. Yeah, smart. So she fucking takes exhibit a to the police and she's like yo my boyfriend's threatening me my family protect me please and thank you mm-hmm. this is the next day the whole family goes mm-hmm. down to the police station they're like check this shit out right mm-hmm. and they tell the whole story he's manipulative he's threatening she doesn't feel safe look at the listen to this fucking audio or whatever like he's he's crazy, crazy yeah. right and there was one younger cop who was like holy fucking shit like, that is insane. That's intense. We definitely mm-hmm. need to do something. Somebody's got to help you. Like, yeah. you're in trouble, right? Yeah, thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. You came to the right place. You, you will not believe what I have in store for you. This is exactly where you should be, right? Yeah, yeah. But some older cops Uh-oh. who were, like, assigned on to it or whatever are like, oh, we're going to take over from here, right? They were like, fucking move over, rookie. And oh, no. they told her that she had no case and basically sucks to suck. <gasps> Do they have it in with this dude? Don't know. Oh, shit. That's fucked up. So the family gets back home. They get a phone call from a random man who called himself Tanaka, who was demanding that she return the gifts. <laughs> this is so dumb. It's yeah. like, just fucking take them. Yeah. Take them. I didn't want them. Yeah. And she already's like, I don't even fucking care. Like, cool. Yeah. They'll be on the front porch. Yeah. Then they get, like, 20 calls where the caller stays silent. Ugh. And they keep doing that, like, oh, day no. after day, right? No, thank you. So the family went back to the police station the next day, and they were like, fucking help. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Help. Like, do something. Yeah. This is escalating now, right? And the police, again, told her that there was nothing they could do. Why? And then they suggested that maybe she shouldn't have accepted the expensive gifts from him. Oh, my God. This poor woman. If she was just going to break up with him, right? Oh, my God. And she's like, I don't fucking want the gifts. Like, yeah. Nobody wants a fucking Gucci suit. <laughs> <laughs> And so the family went to see a lawyer to try and get help that way, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he basically told them the same thing. What the fuck is going on? She didn't have a case. And he said, quote, but she had a lot of things bought for her, right? Uh, excuse the fuck out of me. She had a lot of things bought for her? Yeah. She didn't do shit. She existed, She bro. didn't want them. God, I hate people. Yeah. As, but basically they're being like, well, lucky her. So stupid. You know? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So now they're alone in this. Man, even their fucking lawyer, huh? Yeah. 
can't or even a pay lawyer. somebody to help you. Right. <laughs> so the next day was June 17th. Kazuhito called Shiori again and demanded that they get back together. And what, she, like, what is this guy going to, like, what does he think is going to happen? Yeah. She's like, going to be like, yes. And then she's going to be happy and everything's going to be great. Yeah. Like, what, what is the, the fucking fuck? end goal? Are you I keeping no this woman idea. fucking hostage? Yeah. That's like, weird. Don't you want she someone? Beer flavored nips. But, like, don't you want someone who wants to be with you? Even if you have beer flavored nipples, if you're always pissed when we go out, like, hey, you're gonna ruin my time. You have to stay with me yeah. and we're gonna go out to dinner and you're a it's bitch weird. the whole time. Yeah. Like, cause you don't wanna be there. Mm-mm, I want you to want me. I, yeah, I don't want you there. Like, yeah. if you don't wanna be here, I don't want you here. Exactly. I don't know. That's not how he saw it, though. He was like, no, nope. you're fucking mine. Mm. So she told him no, like, we're not getting back together. And she told him that she had gone to the police. Uh oh. He got pissed i'm sure and he hung up the phone right he's like fucking rage hang up uh-huh back when you could hang up and slam a phone down yeah. you know clink. like i'll clink on you <laughs> <laughs> hits the ringer sometimes <laughs> 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 so on june 21st shiori gathered up all the gifts that he had bought her and she mailed them back to his house oh good like fucking go Deuces. i want nothing to do with this shit cutting ties right yeah so Kazuhito came up with a plan with his brother. Uh-oh. On June 22nd, his brother Takeshi met with Yoshifumi Kubota, a former manager from their massage parlor slash brothel, mm-hmm. and he offered him 20 million yen to mm-hmm. murder Shiori. <gasps> He's getting a hitman. Mm-hmm. And his brother is just like, yeah, cool, man. His brother went and fucking solicited the hitman. That's insane. His brother was like, that? Is totally logical. Great idea. I'll go do that chore for you. She doesn't want to be ensnared in your fucking scheme of life forever. Mm-hmm. She so doesn't I'll just want to be your captive. I'll just take care of that for you. Like that is some fucking family bullshit, right? I don't understand. Like, does she have something on him now? Like, why is there this escalation of like you either must be with me or you must die? I think it's just him. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Like he Don't fell like and he fell hard and he maybe was used to getting everything that he wanted. And then when oh, she was like, okay. fuck off. So he really does like her. Maybe. But then why would you want to kill her? I mean, obviously. Because she doesn't want to be with you. Yeah. But so, still. If I can't have you, no one can. Exactly. Ugh. So 20 million yen is about $160,000. Okay. In- in U.S. money. I did not look it up in pounds. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. So Yoshifumi was like, fuck yeah, great deal. Let's do that. That sounds like a really good idea. I'm sure you have a good plan, too. No? I'll come up with a plan. Don't worry about it. Oh, right? God. Oh, no. So Yoshifumi rounded up two friends, uh-huh. Akira Kawakami and Yoshitaka Ito. I feel like this has to be gang-related. Like, how do you know all these fucking people who are willing to go down with you? I feel like since you said that, it seems really plausible. Seems that it was, really gangy. Seems <laughs> seems pretty gangy. Also, that they may congregate in or around a brothel. Yep. Just kind of seems they all like... they have a lot of money. Seems like a shady business. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So... Possible bias on police. I don't really know. Possible. Possibly mm-hmm. in the police's pocket or whatever, the other way around. Yeah. I think that's a really good observation that hey, you thanks. made. Thank you. I just don't know. Yeah, that's fine. So we speculate mm, wildly. So these three guys, the two Yoshis and Akira, mm-hmm. they start to plan how they're going to do it, right? Okay. They followed Shiori and started to map her movements. Oh, that is creepy. Like, yeah, for months. Like, they're like fucking. For months? Yeah. They're going to get her movements oh, down, get her like schedule, this. get her routine, I right? I don't like this. On July 5th, Kazuhito went to Naha in Okinawa. Mm-hmm. It said that he went there in an attempt to establish an alibi. Okay. But he did this in July. Okay. So I believe that he moved there oh. to be like, I don't fucking even live over there anymore. Oh. Okay. Okay. So he's doing big things. He's doing big things. Because now from then, July, until mm-hmm. October, mm-hmm. Shiori's family suffered escalating threats and harassment. Still? Mm-hmm. Jesus. There were hundreds of posters being put up of Shiori and her dad and basically slandering them both. Like, I don't know what it was saying about either of them, Mm -hmm. but I think about her that it was like, oh, she's like an escort or something or like she works at the massage parlor or something. Basically, they're just being jerks and ruining their reputation. Yeah. What the fuck? So the family went to the police station Numerous more times, right? Mm-hmm. With the posters, with license plates of cars that had been following them. Oh, my God. With everything they had, right? Yeah. And the police were like, 
mm, not going to do that shit. <laughs> mm, maybe, maybe next time. Maybe once you're dead, I'll look at it. Mm-hmm, maybe. God. So the family tried to press charges for libel because of the posters. Okay, and what happened? Did it work? Well, the police didn't want to even take the libel charges because they didn't want to open a case because the more then they'd open have to do work. case, well, they said it said <laughs> that the more open cases that they have are like unsolved cases that it like hurts their standing or their like oh. fucking reputation as a police department of like <gasps> ooh, closed cases, right? That's fucked up. So they're like, we ain't gonna open that shit because we're probably not gonna close it. So like, sucks what? to suck. What? That's terrible. Yeah. Oh no. So mm. on October twenty sixth, nineteen ninety nine. Shiori took her bike to the train station to go to class. Mm-hmm. Yoshitaka had been watching her, and he called Akira, told him she's at the train station. From there, Akira drove Yoshifumi to the station, where he got out, found Shiori, and as soon as she got off her bike, he was, like, going up to her. As soon as she got off her bike, he stabbed her in the side. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. She didn't even see it coming. She didn't even see it coming. Oh. And then she turned toward him because I think, like, when you get stabbed, you don't really know that you're stabbed. Sure. It's just like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, oh, someone bumped into me, like, aggressively. So she turned toward him and he stabbed her again in the heart. (gasps) Oh, my God. What the fuck? In front of everybody? At a fucking train station. Oh, my gosh. She did die. Okay. Was it, like, immediate, please, and not suffering? I think so. Okay. Because she was stabbed in the heart. It was listed as shock due to massive bleeding. Oh. So now the police are scrambling. They're like, fuck! I didn't think he was actually going to fucking do it. Now we really got to open this thing. Yeah. Pieces of shit. Sorry. But obviously they know they done fucked up, right? Yeah. They're like, oops. They immediately got defensive. Oh, God, that's not good. That's not a good stance to take either. Mm-mm. You know what's when you fuck up? It's so much easier just to be like, my bad. Yeah, my bad. How so I, sorry. How can I learn about this? Yeah, like, how can I learn from this? Yeah, they did not do that. They instead stated to the media and anyone who would listen oh, no. that Shiori was actually an escort <gasps> with expensive taste and gifts. Oh, these asshats. They slander her. Mm-hmm. She just got fucking murdered, bro. Mm-hmm. But to cover their own ass, what? they were like, Mm-mm, that's not what happened. That's infuriating. It's fucking horrific. That is so abusive, like, of their power, of their influence. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? That's supposed to be someone, a you whole trust. fucking establishment yeah. that you can trust. And the only person who seemed like was on her side was this, like, rookie cop or whatever who was like, hey, man, That's we should probably do shady. something. Yeah, who he was untainted by the fucking... Yeah, unjaded, force. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But everyone else was like, mm, fuck that shit, we're not doing that. Oh, my God. So now she's being slandered right Mm -hmm. the tabloids and the media had a fucking frenzy about it they all start spouting this information yep except for one guy Ooh, okay kiyoshi shimizu Mm -hmm. he was a journalist he had integrity wow how rare i know so he was like you know what i'm gonna check this shit out on my own right Mm -hmm. he started investigating for himself and he found out the long history of her being stalked by kazuhito He found out about her multiple visits to the police station and that the police had refused to help her. So he fucking wrote up a whole thing. Exposes them. He exposes everything. Go. He ran his story in a big magazine and he included a picture of Kazuhito. Oh, shit. So now it's like, I'm calling you out, motherfucker. Yeah. Dang. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Finally, on December 19th, 1999, almost two months later... Yoshifumi was arrested for the murder of Shiori. Good. The next day, Takeshi, the brother, uh-huh. Akira, and Yoshitaka were all arrested as well. All right. So that's the three helpers and the brother. Uh-huh. On January 16th, 2000, eight other people were arrested. Eight? Eight. Oh, my God. For assisting in the harassment of her. <sighs> so I'm assuming that's like the phone, phone calls, calls and all that bullshit mm-hmm. and the posters and stuff, right? Like stalking. You know. All that shit you're not supposed to do? Yeah, all that shady-ass business. And Which is oh, crazy that that many people did something on behalf of Homeboy who's just like... I really think you're kind of onto something with the gang thing. Yeah. Because that is a lot of people, especially to like, hey, go hang up a bunch of posters. Like, yeah. bitch, do your own bitch work. Yeah, he must be important. Mm-hmm. So a warrant was issued for Kazuhito. 
Mm-hmm. But he had fled to Sapporo. This little bitch. Which is like 16 hours away in northern Japan, right? Okay. So he had moved far away as like an alibi, and then he went even farther away. and To get away, to run away. Yeah, to like run away. Yeah. But he was tracked down by our fucking star journalist over Ooh, here. Oh, hell Yoshi. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who is bored and obsessed, you he know? He's the don't fuck with cats guy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's who we are when we fight. Like, not that we've ever solved anything. Not but that we've like, ever solved anything. You become unhealthily, 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 un- not healthy You become you. unhinged. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and you're, like, obsessed with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Go journalist, dude. Yeah. So he was, like, fucking track this guy down, right? Hell, yeah. Unfortunately. Then the police didn't listen to him? They did, but by the time they got there to arrest him, because they were fucking late, of course, Kazuhito's body was found <gasps> in Lake Teshikaga, which is a crater lake. Just a fun fact. But did he off himself? Mm-hmm. This little bitch. His death was ruled a suicide? How? I don't know. I don't know if he, he drowned himself in a lake? or something. Yeah. Did he jump? I don't know if this a is bridge? a like extremely hot crater lake. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like boiled himself alive. What a way to go. Yeah. I don't know if it's like very tumultuous water or something. And he's like, oh, no, you're going to drown in here. I don't know. That's the dumbest way how? to off yourself. But that's where his body was found. Maybe he was trying to not be found, though. Maybe. But that's yeah. even dumber. You're already dead. Like, yeah, what? at that point. Like, what does it fucking matter? Okay. But even so, he wrote a note that was found on his hotel room confirming the plot to have Shiori murdered. Basically, like, like... he confessed? I think it was less of a confession, but, like, whatever. I always planned to kill myself anyway. Like, yeah, I did that shit, but I was going to kill myself anyway, right? He's dumb. So fucking dumb. <laughs> so, Yoshifumi was sentenced to 18 years in prison. He's the one that actually stabbed her. Only 18? Mm-hmm. Wow. So he's out. I don't know if he's actually out, but I'm, I mean, it's been 18 years. Wow. Since 2000. 18 years. 18 years. Uh, found out it wasn't his. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I was like, what's, I don't know the next part. I don't remember. Akira and Yoshitaka, who were the two helpers, were each sentenced to 15 years in prison. Wow. Takeshi. They didn't even do the stabbing. I know. And they got almost as much time as homeboy doing the stabbing. Well, Takeshi got the brother. He uh-huh. got life. What the fuck? So Is it I, like because you're related to the dude who was masterminding the shit? Who, by the way, didn't actually do any stabbing? I think it was that. It was more like the mastermind thing because he's the one that actually hired. approached. Yeah, yeah, hired the hitman. And so maybe they get leniency because they're a hitman. So it's just like, I'm just doing a job. <laughs> I don't know. That's so dumb. I don't know. But Takeshi was given life. Okay. After everything, mm-hmm. the police department that royally fucking failed, right? Yeah. They issued a formal apology to Shiori's family. Wow. Okay. Well, fuck off. I know, right? Fuck a lot of good apologies. that does. Yeah. Well, six officers were disciplined. What does that mean? I think it was like, you know, talk to, slap on the wrist. Yeah. Like, dude, next time, just say you'll look at it. <laughs> right? Next time, open the case. Yeah. You know how, like, we hired you to do this job? Yeah. Like, try to do that. I'm going to need you to go ahead and do that. Yeah. Three senior officers were fired and charged with falsification for their <gasps> refusal to open Shiori's really? stalking and harassment case. Wow. Don't get excited. Oh. Two of them were sentenced to a year and a half in prison. Mm-hmm. The last one was sentenced to a year and two months in prison. Okay. But they all received suspended sentences. Okay, so they're just like, you can't work and don't fuck around. Exactly. So, yeah. like, you don't have to go to prison yet. Like, you can totally go later. But also, you're on probation yeah. for, like, the don't fuck entirety of your sentence. This time. And, and if you don't fuck okay. up, then you don't have to go. Exactly. <sighs> so, they never went to prison. Yeah. Shiori's family sued the police department. Good. And the police were ordered to pay them. It did not say how much. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They it's lost not enough. Baby girl, that's fucked up. It's not enough. It would never be enough. It doesn't matter how much. It how was. infuriating! They literally did everything within their power. Mm-hmm. Wow. The family tried, aside so from like hard. moving, but that's not always an option. It's and it shouldn't an be an option. It shouldn't no. have to be. You yeah. shouldn't have to uproot your life because one guy can't take fucking rejection. Oh my god! Fuck that Dude. guy. Dude. Talk about, like, one minor event changing the course of your entire life. Mm-hmm. My God, Went to an arcade center or whatever. Just, she was just trying to have a girls' night out, man. Yeah. Fucking leave people alone. And then alone. it was a cute guy, I'm guessing, and she's like, yeah, let's hang out. Fucking karaoke? I love karaoke. Yeah. Check this shit out. Yeah. So the police department, they were offered to pay Shiori's family, mm-hmm. but they still denied that their 
lack of involvement, right, is what resulted in Shiori's death. Uh, you are the number one reason she was murdered. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe, maybe number, number two. two. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you could have prevented it. But it would have done something. Mm-hmm. It would have helped had you fucking helped. Yeah, that's like, fucked up. Yeah. That's super so fucked sad. Up. So the hero of our story. Yes, the, the journalist. The journalist who actually fucking tried. Yeah. He was awarded the Editor's Choice Magazine Journalism Award. Aw. And he's like, great, I'll put this on my wall. <laughs> he was like, I'll put this right here. Next to the National Association of Commercial Broadcasters in Japan Reporting Award. Wow, that's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Probably need bigger than a plaque for that. <laughs> it's, it's just like a banner. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put this on my name tag <laughs> or like add you know, your email signature. You get a flag. <laughs> Fun fact, he was given these same awards for doing his job yet again to fucking excess, to exceed fucking expectations, right? Uh-huh. He got an innocent man exonerated for the murder of a four-year-old girl. <gasps> what? Yeah. So dude is fucking on point. Oh my God. He's like my hero. Yeah. I wish I had all the time in the world because I feel like I could do that. I feel like you could have been a journalist. I could have solved so many murders. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. But I did solve at least one. That we know of. In the history of this podcast. Mm -hmm. But nobody cares. So it'll never actually. I'll never get a prize. You might. But that's my story. That's fucking infuriating. Mm -hmm. What a piece of shit, man. So many opportunities for the police, for fucking anyone to help this poor fucking girl. It's so sad. Yeah. That is so sad. So on that note, if you guys want to check out pictures pertaining to Aaron's case, go to isgpodcast.com. While you're there, please join our Patreon for as little as a dollar. You get one extra episode every month as well as access to all of the past episodes. So there's a treasure trove of beauty waiting for you. Mm -hmm. We also have two other tiers there, $7 and $10. It gets you very different access to everything behind the scenes. There's more shit. Go check it out. Yep. And then we're going to update merch eventually. But Um, Aaron actually created designs. I actually made designs, and they're in the process of being printed right now. We are going to take fresh designs to CrimeCon. Hell yeah. So if you're there... If you're there, fucking check that shit out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, if you want to email us, go to isgdpodcast at gmail.com and join us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Our handle is at isgdpodcast. Join the goddamn pod group on Facebook. There's no requirements other than be nice to each other and And no you'll politics. see pictures of my kitty cat. Yeah, Sonic. And you'll see new merch soon, probably. Also, we're probably going to post, like, any kind of crime con shit on there, too, when mm-hmm. we go soon, mm-hmm. which is only, like, a week away. Mm-hmm. So We'll try and do like a week and a half. something. We'll try and do—keep your eyes on fucking social media. We'll try yeah, and do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whether yeah. it's lives or just updates or— Hell yeah. I don't we know, got Armand coming with us, too. He's our media guy, so mm-hmm. he's going to come up with some cool shit. Guys, he's actually a professional. He's, like, legit a professional, <laughs> I know. Yeah. We're, he's like, I got some equipment, and we're like, oh, oh, okay. Okay, equipment? Oh, we need shit. equipment for this? <laughs> okay. I was going to use my phone, but that's probably better. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no one can hear you. And we're like, oh, I didn't even consider that people would, I might want to hear the podcast. <laughs> didn't think of that. The one thing that we should be experts at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. so if you can't tell, we're super excited. And um, so join social media can you, so you can join in our excitement. Yeah. Also, snail mail us. <gasps> Guys. Uh, okay, here's the thing. Okay. I still yeah. check the P.O. box. All the fucking time. Yeah. I love the packages. I love the parcels. I love those things. You know what I miss? What? Just a handwritten goddamn letter. We need some handwritten letters. Guys. I miss them too. We were talking about the corkboard last yeah, time. We were talking about the corkboard last time. You guys write beautiful stuff on the pod group and you're like, you know what? Just found you guys. You're great. Blah, blah, blah. Put that bitch in longhand and put it in the P.O. box at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91977. I want some goddamn handwritten letters again, guys. They make me so It's like such an adrenaline boost. You know what else, too, is like we display them and we read them all the time. And it just like fucking blows my mind when I read one from like three years ago or something. And I'm like, I have you guys have such a special place in my heart. Like, yeah. I, f- we love you guys so much. And yeah. I'll read it and I'll be like, oh, my God, I haven't heard that name in forever. They probably moved on and don't even listen to the podcast anymore. But I still love you. And it still pumps me up. Okay, so that's it. Bye. Bye.